Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So I had to hit up our pal Ashton, who came on the podcast, to see if we could do four questions about his world record attempt on the track in under four minutes. Luckily for us, we failed, so it's a little bit longer, but I wanted to respect his time and kept it under 10 minutes. Could have talked to him for hours about this one, but these four questions, I think, give a little bit more insight to his process and even the morning of and the day before if you were following along with what happened. So Ashton, thanks again, man. Just massive congratulations. So cool. Guys, good luck with your training and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Question number one. When you first picked this uh, as your main goal, I think you were talking about this actually in the first podcast we did because the Olympics wasn't happening for the U.S. team. What was the training overview when you decided to do this and how long of a runway did you have? Like how long back did you decide I'm going for this thing? Yeah. So the training run-in was really like, I would say before Hong Kong. So probably like February, maybe. Um, I've been doing what uh, me and my strength coach, Chris Del Sega, you've had him on the pod, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. So we kind of developed this, like, we call it middle distance running training, where it's like very specific intervals and wattages and work to rest ratios. So basically my training was like four days a week of intervals on my track bike, on the turbo, on erg mode, Mm. and then three days a week in the gym. And then my endurance ride for the week was like, you know, some variation of like tempo over unders or that sort of thing, but like less than two hours. Yeah. So no, no more long rides. Cause I know you like to do everything up to red nearing. <laughs> no, no more, no long rides for, for that whole bit. Yeah. It was a long time. I mean, I guess, you know, I did like the rift that, that was like a four hour ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, you know, it's like, Oh, okay. Maybe instead of the 200 K and a 10 hour day, I'm going to do the hundred K and like, hop in the pool when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you lifted all the way up until the competition? Yeah, I was in the gym on Sunday doing oh. heavy squats before just like activation. Yeah, sick dude. Uh question number 2. So, yeah, I read your post. I can't uh, remember or someone on in like your camp wrote it up the next day talking about how you missed it the day before by 2.4 seconds. You gave a huge shout out to, I believe it's your girlfriend who really helped you get your mind right. But can you talk us through that process of just like, did you think you were going to hit it that day and you were surprised that you didn't? Or were you like, hey, I'm just going to give it a shot. Yeah. I don't really care. Um, no. So, yeah, it was my partner, Christina Birch, who's also, you know, an incredibly accomplished track cyclist, um, you know, World Cup medalist, multi-time national champion. So for her to like have been in that space of like okay there's all this pressure like you know there's an expected result there's you know it's televised like there's a, you know there's a load of pressure there and mm-hmm. so i mean i think yeah kind of the goal was to do it the day before and to not get it like i was i was crushed man like i was i was definitely in a bad spot wow. um yeah and to have her be like okay this is the thing, like, these are the things we need to fix. Like, this is, you know, this is what you're going to do today. Um, and having her like before the effort and just telling me like, okay, don't worry about the time. Like, you know, we, you know, we fixed a couple things. Like, 
all you need to do is execute. Like, don't worry about the time. If you can, you know, hold the black line and do your pacing a little bit better. Let's count that as a win for today. Like that's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like I think it was huge that, that she's been in that kind of pressure before and like knows exactly what you're up against for the, that kind of like big event. Mm-hmm. Um, but having her there to like, kind of talk me into a better headspace and like, keep me focused on the process and in the execution. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. It was huge. That's so, was it, could you almost say like, she helped you bring it just back to basics, like the things she was talking about, like your form, like don't even, you're, don't, you're overthinking the timing, just go rip this yeah. thing. Like it's another training ride you've done. You've been working up for this. Now just go execute it. Right. Don't worry about the the time or the result or the pressure. Like just, just try to make it like technically a good pursuit. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it was just crazy. focused on like the small things you can control. It was awesome watching her live feed. And I was even thinking that like, man, this is ballsy. This is live. Like you yeah. <laughs> add the pressure to yourself a little bit more. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, all right. Question number three. This was actually asked by a couple people. So morning of, uh, did you do anything different for like a warm up or what you ate for such a one off effort? And I won't try and make this one question, a bunch of questions, but people were like, well, Maybe when he's training, he's doing a bunch of four minute efforts. And so he does, he, maybe he's eating differently. What was the morning like? Mm. Um, I mean, the morning was pretty much the same. I think that was one of the changes we did make from the day before was that I went to the track to do openers. So like, you know, just kind of 10, 15, 20 minutes roll around the track on an easy gear and then maybe do some 30 second hit outs, like a flying two lap, um, and I did those kind of late, like maybe 10 o'clock. And then mm-hmm. I stayed and ate lunch at the track. Um, and so that was one thing talking with Chris about was like, let's get out a little earlier. Um, like get there, get the stuff you need done, get back to the B and B and let's just like focus on relaxing. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, doing, doing the openers was huge breakfast, you know, was like the same as normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, the warm up was the same as normal too. Like having having that process and like you know her knowing the process and getting me checked into that. You know, then it then it once you get that momentum going, it kind of just like takes care of itself a little bit. Can you you're share? Like, oh, okay. Can you share what you're doing for a warm up before something like that? However granular yeah. you want to get. Yeah, I mean, pretty much it's a 20 minute warm up. Um, so it's like five minutes of easy spinning four two minute blocks. So from five to 13 minutes, um, of just like ascending cadence and effort Mm. and then two minutes off, uh, three sets of 20 seconds on 40 seconds off of high cadence, kind of high power. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. Cool. And you're doing that power by feel just what feels like it's going to get you warmed up. Yeah. So this one, I was doing it on rollers, um, just cause that's what we had. So, and then I kind of went on the track, you know, to feel the gear a little bit. Cause it's, you know, it was an open session. It was like, Oh, okay. I can just, I can do an on track one if I want. Like there's no mm-hmm. competition schedule. It's whenever I want to go. Very cool. All right. Last question for you. What is the most interesting part of this process that you've learned about yourself since you set the goal? Mm, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I think learning like the difference of, the difference between like a competition 
Um, and like, you know, the pressure, like the, the vibe and the pressures associated with like, you know, a world cup or like some fairly normal competition, um, versus like, you know, a one-off exhibition like this, like calling your shot that far in advance <laughs> is, uh, and like exactly what you're going to do. Like it's, it's a different ball game, man. Um, yeah. And I think that was, that was unexpected for me, like figuring out what, like, how to how to mentally deal with that and like yeah having having that added pressure in that scenario was like very very different that's awesome probably a lot of personal growth not only between yourself but it sounds like your relationship with your partner and i'm sure with chris as your coach and just like what an incredible experience for you to go through man it was uh man just so pumped for you so well earned and uh yeah, congratulations again. What's the la- last bonus question on the victory lap? What's next for Ashton? Um, well, we just figured out that World Championships got moved. So those are in Roubaix now. Um, so that's that's pretty much the next thing. That's end of October. We've got, you know, loads of other intermediate stuff in between then. Uh, just like live stuff. But yeah, yeah that's that's the big one, man. Well, best of luck, dude. Thanks for coming on and doing this. People will love to hear from you again and hopefully cross paths on some uh, gravel road. It won't be track for me, but cross paths <laughs> on a bike one of these days. Yeah, man. Sounds great. Thank you. Take care, Ashton. We'll talk to you soon. You bet. Bye. Hey, man.